Hi, it's Ray Comfort again, looking at part three of a devotional entitled The Amazing Definition of Initiative. And what we looked at is the principle of Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That means you don't need to wait for Jesus to tell you to do something. He's already told you to do it. The starting pistol has been fired. We are to run the race. We're to reach out to the lost with every ounce of energy that we've got. So I shared in the first part, part one and part two, some exploits that God allowed me to be involved in where he proved himself wonderful in giving me my heart's desires. We looked at other Bible verses, delight yourself in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. And if you are truly crucified with Christ, if you're loving the Lord and you're sold out to him and you've said, not my will, but yours be done, your desires will be the same as God's desires, and that means you can embark upon these exploits knowing that God will honor them. And we'll look at some of those exploits in Scripture where God honored them. Matthew 14, verse 25. Not going to read it. I'm going to give you a paraphrase. Jesus was walking on water. Peter saw him walking on water. I'm going to share verse uh, 28 with you. Verse 28. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it's you, <laughs> bid me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. Now, the question I want to put before you is this. Whose idea was it for Peter to walk on water? It was his. Jesus didn't say, come to me and walk on water, and then Peter stepped out in faith. No, he says, man, I would really love to walk on water. I'm going to be with Jesus. I know my Lord, and I'm going to do a great exploit that's going to be recorded in the greatest book ever written. And so he did. He walked on water. He sunk, but Jesus lifted him up by his hand. Jesus honored his desire. Lord, if it's you, you tell me to walk on water. John 12 verse 26 says, if any man serve me, let him follow me, even if he's on water. And where I am, there may also my servant be. And then scripture says, and if any man serve me, him will my father honor. Now, I'm a little hesitant with some of these uh, quotes because I'm looking at them in my Bible, and as I get older, it's very hard to me to, for me to see, and my writing was so bad and so small, I have to hesitate. So what does that say? So please forgive me. Now, there are some who say, no, no, be careful here because you need a reamer from God. You need a word from God before you step out in faith. Yeah, that's true. When we came across to live in the U.S. back in 1989, I wanted God's direction. And I've reiterated in uh, out of the comfort zone exactly what happened 13 different very strange incidents happened over a period of three days to convince me and my wife that we're to pick up everything we've got, leave our family in New Zealand, and come to the U.S. to share Hell's Best Kept Secret with the church in the U.S. So God confirmed that. But when it comes to sharing the gospel, you don't need a reamer from God. We already have go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. Another Bible verse that I'd like to look at is Mark 11, verse 23, and I'm sure you're familiar with it. For verily I say to you that whoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. What is Jesus saying? Is he saying what prosperity preachers say? Whatever you want, whatever you desire, you speak him and you shall have him. No, no. Your desires have been crucified with Christ. God's desires are the same as yours. And this brings uh, the prosperity preacher's message into, into perspective. 
My will has been crucified. I want none to perish. James says you ask and receive not because you ask amiss, that you may consume it upon your own lusts. Proverbs 14 verse 14 says the backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. Again, if you're a Christian, you're not filled with greed or covetousness. You're filled with the will of God in your heart. Your desires are the same as God's. Therefore, when you want to see the lost saved and you want to do an exploit for God, you'll ask what you will and it shall be done. And I've seen it happen again and again. Uh, I shared recently on the podcast how I thought, man, when the Prince Charles or King Charles gets coronated, May the 6th, what a wonderful opportunity to give out gospel tracts because he's going to be prayed over. He's going to lay his hand on the Bible during the coronation. He's going to be given three swords, one of which will be a, a blunt sword with a mercy, depicting the mercy of God and all these things. He'll be anointed with oil. It'll be a great thing to do. And as I was thinking over these things, I received an email from a guy who said, what are you working on? So I told him, I sent him a little video I produced, and he sent me $100,000. Well, that's better than a wet fleece. And I hadn't even hardly prayed about it. I don't think I'd prayed about it. I was just thinking, there's a great opportunity, and God honored that. All this whole, this whole outreach to London is paid for. Look at 1 Corinthians 9, verse 22. Another famous verse where Paul said, I become all things to all men that I might by any means save some. Any means. The written word, the spoken word, videotape, whatever, by any means save some. That's why I started filming people when I interviewed them. I thought, boy, this would be great to get on camera to show people how to share their faith. I never dreamed that we'd end up with over 200 million views. God honors little things that you start by any means that I might save some. Let me open up Mark 16, verse 15, just so you know what it's about. When Jesus said, go into all the world, that word go in the original Greek is poemai, which means to go. The word all and go into all the world has sobering connotations actually comes from the greek word hapis which actually means all and then the last word i want to look at is the word every go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature in the greek it's pass and it actually means every so when jesus said go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature to be true to the original greek what he was actually saying was go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature we're so blessed to have these Greek lexicons, etc., to show us the meaning of what Jesus was actually saying. Being a little cynical there, but it's obvious. People are going to hell, and we have been told to save them, and we don't need to be told a second time. They that know their gods shall do exploits. Ephesians 5:17. Wherefore, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Scripture says, having made known the mystery of his will. God has already made his will known. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So as we begin to uh, draw to a close, let me read to you from the Living Bible. And we're going to give you that definition of initiative, the amazing definition of initiative. And it's from a, a gentleman named Albert Hubbard. And I can't see the top of my notes here, but I, I'll try and remember what he said he said, the world bestows its biggest honors upon one thing. And I'll tell you what that one thing is. And this is what he says. And that is initiative. And what is initiative? I'll tell you what it is. It's doing the right thing without being told. Hear what he said? 
The world bestows its great honors upon those who do the right thing without being told. It's like your dad comes home every night, dog tired, sits in his favorite chair, so you think you'll do something good for him. You get his slippers and put him right by his feet. He is going to commend you for that. That's initiative. That's doing the right thing without being told. And evangelism, reaching out to the lost, is doing the right thing without being told. Hebrews 8 verse 10 in the Living Bible says, God will cause you, this is the Bible verse that says, I'll um, cause you to walk in my statutes. The Living Bible says, I will cause you to, to do the things I want you to do without my even telling you to do them. Scripture says, go to the ant, you sluggard, and consider her ways and be wise. Have you ever done that? Gone to the ant and considered her ways? I mean, think about the ant. I've studied an ant. Remember, we didn't used to have ants in New Zealand. We didn't have mosquitoes in my city. It was quite amazing. I didn't understand and appreciate it until I came here. Ants everywhere get have a picnic. They take over. But I remember once I saw an ant on our lawn, so I, I knelt down and got my face right up to him, and I watched him, and I learned something way back then about ants. Ants never stop. They're continually working. Hi-ho, hi-ho. They just work, 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 work. You never find an ant doing nothing. If you do, it's probably dead. And the Bible says, go to the ant, you sluggard, and consider her ways and be wise. They're always abounding in work, always doing something. Push, pull, shove. Well, Bible says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, because you know your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And preceding those verses, it says, Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? Dear Christian, you've been given the gift of everlasting life and commanded to take the gospel to every creature again. You don't need a starting gun. You can embark upon exploits. Write a tract. Write a book. Just do something. Go out. Give out Give out gospel tracts. Get a billboard. Put needgod.com on it. Just say, Lord, I know your will. I'm going to fulfill your will. I'm going to step out of the boat. I'm going to walk on water. And if I sink, I know you're going to uphold me with your hand. So I trust this principle has been a blessing for you today. Let me close with a, a story I heard years ago about an old Arab who went to a young man and shared with him. He said, young man, he said, if you had a fistful of diamonds, you would never have to work ever again. Your life would be one of pleasure and ease. That so consumed that young man, he spent his whole life searching for diamonds. This is a true story. He searched and searched, dug and dug, never came up with anything, and finally he died a pauper. And the old Arab heard that he had died, went around to give his sympathies to the widow. And while he was talking to her, he, sa she, he says to her, what's this on your shelf? He saw a, a rock on the shelf. She said, oh, it's just a rock my husband found in the soil at the back of our yard. He said, this, this isn't a rock. This is a diamond. She said, no, it's not. She sa he says, yes, it is. I know a diamond when I see it. And that was the beginning of the Golconda mines in South Africa that yielded so many diamonds it was one of the biggest diamond mines in the world. And so, dear Christian, you don't have to search the whole world digging for God's will for your life. No, just search the backyard of your heart. Just begin digging because God hasn't left you without creativity. You know, every day I pray, oh God, almost every day, Lord, I pray for initiative, creativity, ingenuity, insight, discretion. 
I pray for the things I think would please God, and one of them is initiative, the other is creativity. Pray for that. Say, God, make me creative. You are the ultimate creator. I'm made in your image. Make me creative because I want to reach people with the everlasting gospel. So again, thank you for joining us. We'll be back on January the 5th with the uh, three wonderful brethren, Mark, Oscar, and Easy. With his Easy's uh, funny remarks, Oscar and Mark's brilliance and Easy's brilliance. So I've surely missed them today, but I hope this has been a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us on the Living Waters podcast. <laughs> That's pathetic. Winners, winners, winners. That's you, friends. Those of you who I'm about to announce are the winners of this week's podcast giveaway on the Living Waters podcast. We've got Carlos from Lamont, California, Daniel from Jamestown, North Carolina, Ed Washburn from Tennessee, David Norwood from North Carolina, Doug Campobello from South Carolina, Ali from Falls Church, Virginia, Adrian from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Joshua from Excelsior Springs, Missouri, Eva from Bow Island, Canada, and Penelope from Bardwell Park, Australia. Shout out to the Aussies and the Canadians out there. Friends, you can get this too. Those of you who are listening, just share the word and sign up for the Living Waters podcast.